0: welcome to 40k radio hello and welcome to episode 113 of 40k radio I want your host Matt Alex with me as always is Jf so the other day I was driving home from work
1: and and I had one of those rare moments where I kind of remembered my improv training, like on, and I was singing along and actually singing from the diaphragm for once in my life. And my voice in that moment sounded amazing. Like none of that's nasally bullshit, usually. Like <laughs> <clears throat> really deep, nice singing radio voice. You're not getting any of that tonight. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and Amy. <laughs> Hi. And today we're going to take at the, a the look at the first expansion for Legends of the Great Slaughter, and you know just uh, just chat a little bit. But as always, like to start with hobby stuff, and um, you know we're, we're getting close to to Adepticon, so lots of secret secret stuff going on. But we'll start with Jeff, who I just recently heard a paintbrush swishing. Oh
1: yeah, I mean, look,
0: um, <laughs> gotta keep
1: busy. Gotta, it's go time. gotta follow the uh, yeah it's go time grind set defcom mindset.
2: adepticon yeah
1: yeah. yeah yeah it's uh i've, I've initiated what i uh, what i call march protocols um a little early this year not because i'm late but because i don't want to be um, mm-hmm. march protocols is when i bring my hobby stuff to my job and paint during my lunch hour perfect which is something i do with the doors closed because the less my coworkers know about my life the better <laughs> um I not everything's secret though I've been doing some cool stuff uh some of it like you we were talking about the in the pre-show about how we don't have much to discuss but I mean I can vamp a little bit about uh my experiences and joys with uh, 3D printing
0: go for it oh, no
1: yeah. I don't mean that I'm printing uh, an army from a third a third party not that there's anything wrong with that really like I mean it's fine whatever um I don't know if it's as economical as some people will just rave about but like you Uh, still need to buy a printer and and all that yeah 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 I actually put a a financial like a a dollar value on my time so if I have to spend three hours removing supports and doing bullshit like Mm -hmm. that's that's Mm -hmm. money to me but I have been uh teaching myself to sculpt conversion Mm -hmm. pieces awesome so here's something that's not a secret. The uh, the theme for the 40K Friendly, the best for, uh, uh, event at Adepticon, yeah. is Back to the Future. And I'll be making some orcs. And I think I showed you guys, but I've been sculpting yep. some flux capacitors. Yeah. They're so good. So awesome. And that's the thing. Like I, I feel, and maybe that's just because like there's a little artsy fartsy in me that's saying this. But... I feel that that's more the future i think it's near yeah. or mid-term future of 3d printing in the hobby industry than replacing mass production because we've talked about how mass production is hard to replace because
0: well so, economies
1: of scales are hard on 3d printing
2: here is one so uh the game guild ball
0: that mm-hmm. was sort of oh,
2: i mean oh it my. it it did it did kind of I mean there was a lot happened but it did kind of get abandoned um oh, yeah. they they have brought it back um and what they are doing is they are they've revamped a lot of their models some of their choices like the size of some of the ankles um <laughs> were questionable um and they were metal in the beginning which was a lot very um,
0: very infinity-esque is a way yes. yes um so they metal <laughs>
2: Yeah, they've brought it back, and they are. Um, their models are print on demand. Now they are by no means anywhere near the scale of Warhammer, right? Like you're you're not doing that kind of production. But for companies like this, I think this is really great for smaller, independent game companies. I do think it's a viable option for them because you can't like injection molding is an investment, and if yeah, you for sure. you know. Like it's a lot for a small company. So if you can, if you can find a way around that, like, that's great.
0: Even um, so I think for should be there.
2: Yeah. So I think that that's, you know, pretty cool.
1: Yeah. And it's, it's an interesting thing because I, f- I feel that the, the solutions, what we're going to be seeing with 3d printing in, in the industry is not just a one-to-one replacement of how the industry functions right, right now. And that's, what's going to make it interesting. Like the idea of these conversion pieces. Like I don't, I don't know Games Workshop is a company to do so, but being able to sell blanks of some pieces and with instructions on how to turn those blanks into more personalized pieces,
2: right? Um, like a shoulder pad and how you put your own icon on it or something. Yeah, or that a, kind of thing. Like, like you know, I said, the like they pe- do the banners.
1: Yeah, I don't think Games Workshop's a company to do it. Yeah, no, 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 but and wouldn't take that much investment to create like macros or nodes. And for blender, like certain things that would automate some of these systems so that you just have a drawing in vectors and it turns it like it immediately applies it to your banner and you can tweak it a bit. Yeah. Like there is a future
0: to customization. I feel with the 3d thing. And I wouldn't be surprised if that was the one of the first, if they were going to go doing something like that, the first thing that you would see is like, okay, you want a bunch of space green shoulder pads give us your design. We'll have somebody check it to make sure you're not doing like, you know, anything yeah, 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 yeah. improper. And then we'll, we'll ship you correctly sized and shaped, you know, hundred shoulder pads or whatever. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if that's, get, that's something games workshop would do like a third party would definitely do that. I mean, yeah, um, yeah. what I would- actually, that's, that's why I got a bunch of shoulder pads for my death watch guys is somebody on Etsy just had, you know, none of the, none of the GW symbols, but just a bunch of, you know, the generic symbols on, on shoulder pads. 3d print
1: yeah there's definitely some cool stuff one thing i would love to see like if games workshop because imagine a world where we go do go go full digital and there's issues with that still like i don't know if you've noticed but 3d printing resin is kind of brittle and hard Mm -hmm. to like not hard to work with but like you gotta thread carefully with that stuff otherwise it will snap um but Imagine a world where, you know, you're, you can use, uh, there, like, there's improvement in available resin, resin prices, and toxicity kind of gets better. And a company like Games Workshop or Games Workshop does take the digital turn. Imagine being able to buy an army where you get your codex, you get your rules, your lore, and then a bunch of STL files. Yeah. Like a, a one-stop purchase. Like I said, not Games Workshop.
2: No, but, no, no, no,
1: no. But for a smaller company? Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah.
2: I don't know. It's a, it's a pretty interesting good option. I saw a video of somebody testing out one of the new resins, and they printed like you know a spear or something, and they were able to like you know give it little flicks and stuff, and it was, it was, and they do drop tests and all of that, and so they do all of the different printer printer resins, which I thought was pretty cool.
1: Oh yeah, there's definitely. I mean, I'm sure there are resins that are pretty oh, cool, yeah. but I mean some of them are pretty expensive too
2: oh yeah absolutely
1: like i've been playing with a a fordware model recently and the resin for that is fun to work with because you can cut it you can sculpt it it doesn't shatter um i i can't do that with the conversion pieces i'm working with
0: no no yeah i bought it as uh, i learned i picked up a uh trebuchet for the old worlds, which is nice. just a 3D printed model. You know, it's, it's just a, it's just a, it's a trebuchet. There's nothing like yeah. GW or, but right. anyway, yeah, it's, it's that, you know, that bendy, bendy resin. You can't really do anything with it. You can kind of just put together as is. Yeah. Yeah. Which serves my purposes until they get around to releasing a trebuchet, mm-hmm. the actual GW one, but. And it's gonna be fun. Like for me, it's,
1: it's like, I don't mind doing conversions and sculpting something in green, green stuff. I'm doing a fig. But when you're right. doing like 20 figs, that's mm-hmm. that's when like firing up blender and going through a few t- tutorials to, to figure it out and sculpting your own stuff is really cool.
2: I mean, we have essentially every, just about every model in our team tournament army has some, no, every model has a every model has sculpted. Yeah. Yeah. At least one.
1: Some more ambitious than others, but.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: Some real ambitious.
2: <laughs> you did some old school converting though, the other day.
1: I uh, say I did what?
2: You did some um, old school regular conversions the other. Oh, day. I
1: did. I did. Um, I think I posted also in the I'm going to Adepticon Facebook page. They were doing their uh, work in progress Wednesday, and I said, you know what? This ain't no secret. Let me let me show off my uh, my war boss with his Titan weapon. <laughs> <laughs> so Plus, good. I gave him an enhancement of this basically this demon weapon and uh I want I want to show it off like I want it to be real And it's one of the, the yeah. only malls that does not have a flux capacitor because I couldn't find a cool place to put it yeah. so I I just took um I took a chain sword from a chaos knight <laughs> and <laughs> put it on him and he looks brutal, he's so happy and cunning yeah,
2: yeah,
1: all yeah.
0: of them. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. The check team. out that photo if you guys can out there can find on the. I'm going. It's the I'm doing the two thread right. They're work in progress. Wednesday.
1: Uh, I think so. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah and
1: and uh, if if you guys want to see like uh, other conversion pieces that I've worked on, um, you and you're going to Adepticon, just come and find uh, Team Quebec at the team tournament. I'll, I'll be able to point out all the dumb things I've been doing instead of like you know. <laughs> living my life and seeing my friends (laughs) haha you want to find him anyway
0: because we have giveaways.
2: we sure do they're all here i have them all in my hand ready to go i'm pretty excited
0: look pretty awesome 40k radio sticker warhammer workshop sticker and a 40k radio pin yes and i guess that's what amy's
1: been up to this week
2: (laughs) um I mean, that's that's part of it. I'm I mean, I'm also in, you know, that's Defcom Adepticon. I feel like like I'm feeling okay. Like I don't feel great. Um, but it's supposed to be warm here this weekend. Yeah. So maybe it won't be just above freezing in my basement. Um, and I can airbrush more comfortably. So that's my hope. But if not, I'll just freeze and that's fine too. Um, but like, I'm, I'm feeling okay. The whole switching over my friendly army really helped. I've changed up my list a little bit, so I've got one more. I got to build Boss rot Mm -hmm. but otherwise, I'm like, you know, I feel like I'm I'm a good weekend away on my friendly army. Like I need to just devote a solid Saturday Sunday, and then my friendly army could be like D O N E done. Nice. And then I just got to button up all my. Yeah, I just got to button up all my uh. my team tournament stuff which i feel like i'm forgetting things but here we are
1: yeah that's kind of the trap right like oh it's going well is it going too Too well well? right
0: right. yeah yeah Yeah.
2: uh matt how about you
0: so i'm also working on adept stuff i'm working on my legion superioris for that event on saturday um i found all my space room planes that was good nice because i need good. some of those um yeah just plugging away i'll uh, post up pictures as things get done and i'll um think i'm gonna put together a painting video too just to
1: Ooh.
0: show how i painted my imperial fist but yeah nice, um i also played an age of sigmar tournament a couple weekends ago wow. at our at my local store and that was a lot of fun um played my trolls and got third place which was surprising to me um, <laughs> <laughs> but i think you yeah, know how the trolls felt. <laughs> that's one of the uh that's the armor i've decided to paint as one of my projects for this year so might as well get some use out of it i'm doing it
2: i once looked up i i forget what year it was but one year i looked up the standings for the friendly and i was like 18th and i was like what <laughs> <laughs> what how
1: Wait, do you have standings for? This? Yeah, I don't think I did very well. Like, I don't think I won a game.
2: Yeah, I mean that's not that's not the goal. But maybe no,
1: no, no. Th- th- that's, <laughs> I mean, part of the problem with the friendly is that let's be honest. I don't know if I've won a game because I can't
0: remember. Yeah, <laughs> like you not remember because you. We're were having a a times, or... I've been through yeah. this.
1: Like I don't remember the games sometimes. Yeah, spent, Usually game, the game two. Game two is a rough one. Yeah. 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 For sure.
2: <laughs> the only game two I really remember was my first Adepticon because it was a doubles around. Oh and boy. That was a delay. And my partner also didn't really know how to play. And it was great. <laughs> and that was the game where there were like there were like two big mountains and a bunch of my partner's guys were like right in the like right before like the pass between the two mountains and the enemy had major stuff on the way and jeff did the like if you finish your drink put it on the board and i had literally just cracked open my cider and (laughs) i chugged it to save all those like i just plopped it down in the middle like in between in the pass and saved everyone and don't remember what happened the rest of the game <laughs> it was a time
0: it's uh yeah adepticon how can get that way for sure
2: yeah
0: <laughs> and also i um decided that i'm gonna do deathwing for my 40 k army that i want to paint this year Ooh! because um, i just got some some sexy new models so
2: mm-hmm.
0: the new deathwing knights and terminators so
2: that's exciting
0: and also another little model con army, army, which is the secret to getting one of everything done in a year. <laughs> uh, so, Games Workshop uh, was kind of to send us a preview copy of The Great Slaughter. This is the first campaign book for Legions Imperialis, the first expansion book. Um, and you may have noticed, if you're looking through your original rules, that the term Vanguard kept popping up over and over. Well, this is the book that gives you all your Vanguard units. So we've got jet bikes, um, speeders um, for the Space Marines, just all all your Vanguard units and a couple new detachments too um, that utilize those units. And also this is the book that has the drop pods in it, both regular drop pods and Dreadnought drop pods. Um, at this time though, none of the actual models are, we have no release date for the actual models. So uh, we don't know. How many or, or how much to a box? I assume it'll be the, kind of the same as the previous boxes where Rhinos are probably, you know, or drop pods are probably 10 to a box like Rhinos and get it, the other boxes will probably have a mixture of all the different bikes in there or, or Vanguard units in there, three um, different armies. But I think, you know, what most people were excited about is the book has rules for um, just playing like Titan on Titan scenarios, yeah. right? So. Oh, um, sounds like the should make j- a game just for that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know.
0: Um, these are 6,000 point games, Whew. um, for Titan death, but you know, Titans are 500, 600 points a piece yeah, yeah, yeah. anyway. So it, it really ends up being like a, a slightly bigger game of Adeptus, Adeptus Titanic with, with way easier. I shouldn't say easier way different rules because obviously it's based on the legion imperialis system instead of the adenos Titanicus system so right gives you that nice midpoint between the two right you can play with a bunch of titans but not have it not have the detail that's in the legion imperialist game that makes it a longer game right uh and just like the rulebook you know the titan death or the original rule book titan death has uh different scenarios in there for you to play with your Titans, um, along with secondary objectives for your armies. Uh, game length is still the same, just five turns. It's just, you're, you're playing with, uh, a lot more guys. And it also has the, um, all the different weapons and stuff for the Titans, which, you know, again, you have that again, in the original book. So they're all just kind of repeating it in here for you. Nice. Um, new detachments for the armies that incorporate the, the mm-hmm. Vanguard units. Uh, and also, you know, this is where you get your Legion, legions drop pod assaults, which is everything has to be in a drop pod, um, which we saw way back when they did their first Titanicus battle report, which I think was the November issue of White Dwarf, which tells you just how long things have been delayed.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: um, it's going well. Yeah, it's been a while, and we also get some more tanks for the Solar Auxilia. Uh, some different versions of the, the, uh, Malkador tank and also, um, Cyclopses and, and all, I really, it's all the stuff they've, you've seen the pictures of the models because they, they filled in that space with, with just showing us models, but this is where you are going to hit the rules for all of them. I am excited because there is a super heavy tank detachment. So, um, just take a bunch of Bane blades and, and storm hammers and all that, all the huge tanks and
2: super heavy, but teeny tiny,
0: <laughs> teeny tiny super heavies. I love it. Sounds like a really shitty song. <laughs> <laughs> you know, unfortunately, I mean, you know, for this, there's no no surprises here because they they filled in their their shipping delay with showing right. us all the models, right? So, um, I mean, I would expect at Adepticon, that if they're going to continue with this game, which seems to be what they're going to do, we'll we'll see some more we'll stuff. Get something, yeah. Stuff there, yeah, for sure. Um,
1: they'll uh, they'll show us a book about um, how to only use planes.
0: <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Simplified rules for only planes. Um, mm-hmm. Uh huh. Yeah.
2: Well, <laughs> Just a moment of silence. For what but, was.
0: It's
1: like, yeah, it's, it's, in a way, it's like, oh, man, yeah, that does sound cool. And at the same time, you're thinking, yeah, it was kind of cool. It was cool. <laughs> what, last yeah, time. I don't
0: know. I mean, so they still have, they still sell the Titanic as box sets and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, like the the rules and, and whatnot. But yeah, poor, poor Aeronautica. Such mm-hmm. a good game. Playing it next weekend, actually. Nice. But uh, but what this book does give you is it gives you campaigns. Mm-hmm. which I think, um, you know, in a game of, of Space Marines versus Space Marines, um, this gives you another way to play. Right. So you get to structure your campaign, you get rewards. It's it's almost like, I want to say Crusade Light. Um, and, but it does, you know, they want you to use a hex map and kind of lay out the area. It gives you rules for building the campaign map. And they look pretty interesting. Uh, um, hopefully you have a, Large enough play group in your area that you can play on these because I think this is again right where this kind of game is really going to be able to hopefully shine a little better than just the the couple missions in the book.
1: Right. And you got to bring variety in somehow.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, like you said, right? Space Marines on space, even though they all, all the chapters have their own special rules. It's Space Marines and Auxilia and who knows if they'll ever ever expand out. Hmm. I'm not
1: holding my breath.
0: No, no, I I mean, yeah, I mean, we were all excited for a new Legion of Imperialis, uh, not a new Horus Heresy army, and it was so really going to, which looks, again, like we said last time, right? they look fantastic. Oh, they look great. It's not super variety of the game. It's not, no. not a Xeno species, which is really what they need. Yeah.
1: Xeno species or demons or something, you know, something... Something to make it more, like
0: to give the variety, like get, spice it up a bit. They do have, yeah, they do have demons and already have demons in Horse Heresy. Um, yeah, but not like they're not, but they're not the demons you think of when you think of, yeah, like demons we have now. They're like again, demons light, right? But like, yeah, you're right. A full, full sort of expansion would be would be great expanding it out. And I, I mean, honestly, I don't know how much. I mean, we say all the time, and they always come up with something. But how much further can they go without without moving on from that, right?
1: I mean, that's the thing. Like, and it, it was the problem with Legion, uh, with uh, Titanicus. Is yeah, we did at first say that yeah, they're going to run out of steam. It took them longer than we thought, but they did.
2: Yeah, they surprised us with how many resin weapons they could release.
0: Right, right, yeah. How many different variations of uh, of Titans they could release, right? Yeah. Like, Here's a warhound, but it's it's stumpy and has a big cannon on its back, back instead yep. of armed guns. And we'll see, though. I mean this this looks like a good book as a as a first expansion, especially with the campaign rules and and gives you all your kind of the other stuff you'd be thinking of when you were seeing the legions imperial stuff, so drop pods and, and jet bikes and and bikes um, and some more tanks and and very cute little cyclops demolition vehicles that can, you can run at your enemy and blow up. <laughs> Um, so this should, <laughs> when you hear this, this should be up for pre-order, um, and hopefully the box sets will come soon. Yeah. Well, uh, as as we kind of mentioned before, we're sort of in the dead zone right now, right? Where yeah, we got time. we got like
2: a couple things though. Yeah, a few
0: small small, a things. couple of fun things. I
2: mean, we got, I mean, we knew, we knew. The second they said we're getting crude we knew but they did show us the crude hounds
1: yes well here's the thing i was surprised we saw crude hounds and i'll explain is that it here's the thing like when they released the uh the stalker gang for kill team yeah one of the things that was really cool about that kit is that you could just build them as crude carnivores right but now they're releasing other new crude carnivores yeah and but also that stalker gang did come with crude hounds and i thought that would be it nope. but it's not nope. there's this re- whole bunch of them. yeah it's a box of what five five More? Mm-hmm. and unlike grots they don't come with a leader <laughs> but you can put a leader and apparently it makes them much more fearsome
2: I mean that makes sense
1: yeah yeah I I just you know if you would have told me like they're coming out with crude hounds I would have said oh there's probably like a a crude like
2: yeah 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 yeah.
1: tamer or something like a crude hound tamer that's going to be in the box too along with with the hounds and no yeah and but I I prefer it this way because that means there's potentially variety to the builds you can make for those Mm. that
0: unit yeah, yeah, you can have kind of what what character that fits the scenario, right? Hang around with them, right? Because if they're near a character, their objective control goes up to one, which so I assume it's zero yeah. naturally. And if they're near just crude infantry during the command phase, they can charge in a turn in which they advance, which is pretty awesome not a lot of stuff has that these days
1: no and they they would also um they would also gain any other benefits that a leader would have would give them Mm -hmm. so if there's any extra tax plus one to hit that kind of thing
0: and they and they do kind of subtly tell you how fast they are right because they say um if you when they're talking about the loping pounce, which is the charge after advance they do say like at, at their limit they can go up to thirty inches forward in a single turn, right? So if it's a twelve inch charge, minus a six inch, right? So they're they're moving twelve yeah. naturally, which is uh which is
2: pretty quick. Speedy.
0: It is fast. I'm wondering how I'm wondering if uh if Cruit will be fast too, right? Like or, or I should nice. say faster than most faster. Control, yeah. like seven or eight. I, I could see them being seven. Eight, uh, seems yes. fast. eight eight is a is a, eight a, a little much right but yeah um but yeah or if they even if the game's like plus one to their advance or something like that right but uh um, good sure good but yeah very cool cool to see because i think i was in the same boat you were i was like okay well when they got the two scopes that come with the kill team they're probably going to be like you know as part of a box of like how rippers are you know as part of a box of these guys you get a couple crude hounds right yeah exactly
2: they seem to be see. leaning into the beasts, and that's very exciting. Yeah, I'm very excited.
1: Hey, I mean, when we're going to see the uh, the eventual Drucary Codex? Mm-hmm. They, what do Druckeries lack as far as plastic models? Beasts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's their big blind spot.
0: Yeah, I think that's this is a great sort of um you know teaser for more of the crew and
2: they're going to just like. I, give us just enough stuff to keep us right. entertained until
0: <laughs> like once every week or two you'll yeah. get like here's that's here's something. a different different kind of shaper that we have
2: now i i i wouldn't be entirely surprised if they showed us the rest of the tau stuff before adapticon
0: hmm. i i
1: i think that's almost a given yeah at this yeah moment. they're gonna
0: say something they're
2: in, gonna like, save a, like the next thing,
0: thing? i yeah. mean. Honestly, in my opinion, Adepticon is going to be probably Age of Sigmar fourth edition. Yeah, I that'll be the, the big, big. for like their big.
1: big yeah, but I, I, think at the same time we're gonna, they're gonna, that's where they're gonna tell us what the the secret codex is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you think it's
2: going to be the secret codex, or is it going to be one of the other spring ones that we know is coming?
1: I think it's going to be the secret codex because they're going to want a big event to do the announcement. Well, they for that. have
2: their they have Warhammer Fest will be not oh, far that's behind. True
1: true but which one do they usually put more because they did announce the 10th edition. i know they used to
2: do it used to be warhammer fest and so like that was our big thing was like well if there is a new edition they're not they're gonna announce it on their home turf and then they absolutely did not
1: exactly
2: (laughs) they announced it after everybody like after a third of the people left (laughs) during the q a portion wild choice i loved it it was yeah, what wa- it, it was great now we know don't leave before the end credits Like <laughs> don't do not leave early
1: i mean some people still will and more power to them you there's we we like, personally you, learned oh yeah, yeah. I, but, but what i'm saying is like there's a there's a lot to do there and a lot of that information you can just pick up on, like, oh, sure. on the internet afterwards so you know, i'm i don't blame people for leaving i'm not gonna yeah, I, I like I like yeah. the holiday.
2: It's a good uh, time. It's fun yeah. to be in a whole room of people
1: cheering being and being excited. happy about. Yeah. It. yeah, people being happy about the game that they pay to play. Like it's uh you yeah. don't get that at events usually.
2: <laughs> no, <laughs> it's
0: mostly yelling at dice. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if. If I wonder if one of the Which in in and Warhammer Weekend, one will be. Age of Sigmar 1 will be the Secret Codex, or... Yeah, you know, I could see him splitting up like that.
1: Yeah. I mean... They didn't have that much for Age of Sigmar last year at Adepticon, did they? Mm, I no, remember. I
2: th-
0: no, I think it was just maybe a new... Like, whatever book was coming next. Or was last year when they were doing the Fondia uh, the book? Uh, oh, I don't know maybe...
2: I don't remember now,
0: but yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't much right. For sure. Comparatively. But then
1: again, Age of Sigmar is not their flagship product the same way 40k is.
0: No, Age of Sigmar has a pretty good following, but you're right. It's definitely, it's nothing like, like 40k, um, for sure.
1: Yeah. It'll be interesting to find out what they, uh, what they do.
0: Huh? gonna be like horse heresy third edition
1: i'm sure by the time we're at the parking lot trying to get it to our hotel rooms there will be we'll, we'll be hearing people say i got a rumor from a source yeah yeah I oh yeah that was my favorite
2: no that did did i tell that story on the show
1: maybe but remind from, me
2: From i was at the airport um sitting at the gate and there were two other people with okay. army transports and one of them was talking about like i forget what name he dropped but he knows blah, blah blah and so it's the new editions coming, and so like it's gonna be great. So like a guardsman would never like it doesn't matter how many guardsmen you have, they'll never be able to take down a knight, and blah. blah, blah. And right. this is it's good. It's the way it's gonna. And it, like this guy was like so certain, and I did like snort at one point, <laughs> <laughs> like I couldn't even help myself, and um it was great. I was a big fan. Yeah, guard.
1: Like enough guardsmen can absolutely take down a ty- uh a night,
2: I mean, I remember in back in the time to- back in the day when things like that happened, like my um the adapticon where I had harlequins who could oh, yeah. not physically hit the the solo cup dreadnoughts, but right, I right. had like there was nothing I could do Yeah,
1: those those are
0: fun games,
2: oh yeah, it was a great time. <laughs> loved that.
0: Games Workshop is is getting better at, Much better at trolling us too.
2: Yes, like you know, Absolutely.
0: like oh no, the squats are never coming back. Oh wait, oh, here's wait. April Fool's See? joke. Nope, we're just kidding. It's real. Um, they're so not I, w- I wouldn't be surprised fair. if like he know he does know a guy, but they're like, hey, t- tell your annoying friend this. No, but I mean, a lot of people like they they
1: they'll talk to someone for five minutes at a con and like, yeah, oh no, we're we're essentially friends.
0: friends. Yeah, yeah. Oh, or no,
2: they sure. went and they went and and they met them they went off on all of the things that they want right yeah and whoever they're talking to just goes yeah and they're like nice
0: <laughs> or they ask like a, a really like a uh like a uh i'll you I'll, I'll say dumb question and they give them a look and I'm like oh they're confirming it's true yeah yeah yeah, mm.
1: yeah. It's, i mean
0: it's fine
2: it's just I'm, i did I, I yeah I, it's, it was really it's,
1: good. I, I do remember that story and it is yeah. a little bit
0: of a plastic. <laughs> uh, we got another, or our Q one balanced data slate for 40 K. Oh yeah, we did. Yeah, did we everybody, sure did. did
2: everybody get through it for <laughs> Adepticon. I've been waiting. <laughs>
0: um, further, further nerfs or, or I should say changes to the L of course, yeah. um, really just kind of cut their fate dice in half and change a couple things. And hopefully, I mean, cause they're currently the highest win percentage. So they must be broken and unfair. Um,
2: no, you know what? I don't mind shaking it up though.
0: I, no, I don't either. It's perfectly fine. And, and, and they, you know, across the board, they, they change some, some rules, interactions and stuff like that. And it's fine. It's just, it doesn't make it, you know, I, we, I don't think any of us play often enough that we're like, Oh my God, my, the army that I spent so much money on is worthless now
1: yeah like like i said before like if you if your army becomes worthless because of a rule change the problem is probably how you build armies
0: yeah for sure for sure um did you have any major upsets to the armies you're planning for
1: ha ha well remember that warlord (laughs) yeah (laughs) that war boss i had to do so yeah i uh I looked at my points for my orcs and noticed that a lot of things became a lot cheaper. And I said, Hmm, I need to buy stuff. <laughs> so I got, I got the, I got a war boss. I had the fig already. So that, that was cool. Perfect. Um, and then I, I just slapped an enhancement on him and now I'm, I'm cool. I'm fine.
0: But oof. <laughs> yeah. Depend. There was some point changes up and down across the board. So, um, Depending on what you It was kinda of, kind of I've been growing. like
2: holding my breath for this moment, right? I know. Like, right? I, I was like, all right, let's go.
0: Let's so do it And I'm so happy so that far. they
2: now like everything is in a different color and highlighted yeah. if it went up or down That's great. so you can just look at it and know if your life is ruined.
0: Nothing beats the uh we're gonna cut Votan points in half though. That was the Yeah. So know, let's last year. Yeah. But um yeah you know I think minor you know maybe one or two models here or there I think across the board is probably what you're looking at
2: yeah I had um, one go up one go down and so I think I netted like 15 points and so I just, yeah, which is just that's an easy you know. Yeah, yeah.
0: so
1: yeah for a lot of the lists that I I've been toying around with like it's mostly been add an enhancement that I didn't have before um, I swapped I out a
2: character was what I did for a yeah. more expensive one
1: I, the the one thing I didn't notice, though, is uh, for us Tyranid players, for me, uh, <laughs> the Tyranid effects, which had gone up a lot in points,
0: went crashing back down. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, we made that a too. Um, Oh, man. And, and a few things I think, you know, again, for the Tyranids that needed to go up, went up, like the... Uh, the neurogons are not the neuro- the NeuroLictors are pretty good. <laughs> I was going to so. say what? No, no what? The, the, neuro- the NeuroGons. the neurogons they're they're free now. Oh, watch out, <laughs> <up>, neurogons. <laughs> um,
1: um, well, okay, like, I, I I spit on the neurogons, but what they actually do on the tabletop, while not murderous,
0: is actually pretty good. Yeah, super helpful. But you, you know, I, I think uh, and like Deathly went up, which a little bit, which makes sense because he's a. Uh, eating so many characters yeah
1: i'm i'm just satisfied and happy to see that rules are getting updated relatively
0: on a regular basis Mm -hmm. and 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 kind of across the board right there addressing multiple things at once instead of kind of one thing at a time Um, yeah i
1: mean there used to be a time i don't know if you kids remember this but uh (laughs) where you the only time you would get any kind of update to your rules was when a new codex came out yeah exactly and uh you know how now we're pretty much guaranteed a codex update per edition Ha! Uh, nope
0: yeah, <laughs> there was then. a time when the first second edition codex was spacels and it was disgustingly you know at least in today's standards disgustingly broken and uh there was another space codex or an update until third edition
2: but yeah
0: so we live up in a funny great time
2: there. quite frankly oh yeah. it, it,
1: this is like the golden it's age so like good. The, I'm going to say something a bit heretical as a uh, 40k player and fanatic is the only thing i feel is lacking right now is decent competition and i know a lot of our listeners are going to go oh but there's this and this game but none of them Mm. are on the scale of what we're seeing from games workshop right now and like i i wouldn't mind like a game that you can go well this is like this is competition like this is an ip that is big and strong and with, with rules and models that kind of compare yeah there's some cool stuff out there don't get me wrong
2: yes but not on the scale by any stretch
0: i i love competition
2: mm-hmm.
0: i think a lot of the competition for cool games comes in the skirmish game space
2: yeah absolutely yeah.
0: but on yeah on an army scale level there's really
2: there's nobody uh, I mean, like there's unless nobody you're doing historical wargaming
0: which even at that point is yeah that's is it, even a, like a subset of a subset of a subset at right this point. right it's the a thing like, like is uh,
1: it it's there but is it competition no
2: no no i just no, mean like for a scale of
0: yeah of especially ever since miles. Miles. like flames of war kind of kind of tanked out a, a little while ago too yeah so that and that was like you know the biggest easy to get into historical non-accurate war non historically accurate war game there was so yeah um but yeah, I, there's, you're right, there's a lot of people that are trying and, and people love those games, but there's definitely not the presence of mind. And I think part of that has to do with just, I mean, it's it's the quality of models, right? But also, you know, no matter how much people complain, there's still some of the best models out there. And also just the, uh, I mean, you're working off 40 plus years of, yeah. of IP too, right? So yeah.
1: And and that's kind of the problem. Like a lot of what we see in new models from competition, or like I was talking about the three D printing space earlier, most of two three D printing space is just space warriors and right. elves from other planets. Like it's it's like they're all knockoffs. Like no one's a, or very few people or not enough people are applying their creativity to bringing something new to the table and it shows and it hurts like it's not great. i mean i think market.
2: part of it is that they because there's no one else like they're trying to sell the models to the 40k players
0: yeah right that's who they're aiming for right there so they're trying saying like here's a rule system that, they that can in our... do
2: something else right it's like they've already made the rule system here use our models
1: yeah yeah and or, that's or it's or, not sorry, sorry go ahead
0: I was just say or they're making a rule system they're saying hey this is like in our opinion better more streamlined whatever than 40k or, or AOS or whatever so but you should play this but use our models with it too yeah and that, that's that's
1: not that's not great it's it's not strong competition as far as I'm concerned like it's not you 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 can't take up space in this market by just being an alternative to the giant.
2: Agreed.
1: Like, sure, you'll get a couple of bucks and if that's what you want, absolutely, you'll get some success because you're going in wanting money, you're gonna get money because there's always gonna be people that are looking for these alternatives. But you're not bringing something new to the market. You're not innovating, you're not taking space. Yeah. And that that's what I feel is missing. People take, you know, a company that takes space.
0: Yeah, I mean, their biggest competitor for a long time was Privateer Press, but. And then they you
2: know. tanked their own game.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh, know. Privateer Press could have, like, and they, they have a cool
1: IP. Like, they could have done something really nice, and they they fumbled
0: that ball. Big time. And just the constant, like, philosophy change, to, you, right? Like, oh, if it's not metal, then you know, what was it like? Some like you don't have balls or whatever. They're like, oh well, actually, you know, resin's cheaper, so we're gonna make all the models in this now. Yeah. We're gonna make it in the worst, worst resin yeah. we
1: can find, and and that's the thing. Like again, like they had something original, they had something interesting, yeah. but they they still positioned themselves as like here's us compared to them. Right, if Privateer yeah. Press would have just been their own thing, focused yep. on a quality product, focused on building their IP and really keeping to the core philosophy of the original game like war machine war beast supported by a couple of things and like really focus on what makes our game unique well, instead so of I, trying to position ourselves as the alternative in the competition
2: that was the key could have gone part, right was that mm-hmm. if you're the sci-fi guy and your buddy is the fantasy guy you can still fight each other
1: right yeah it was like they had it yeah like, they had a dissolution uh, the they had something fun and interesting and he, he just yeah it, it's, it's unfortunate it was really because oh, i was then... at
2: the game store when that new edition came out and yeah. we went from i mean we're not like a huge store but we went from like probably i don't know six to ten privateer press like war machine hordes players on monday afternoons to no one it evaporated overnight
0: and wild. i mean you think they would have they would have learned from games workshop because in their latest edition right there's stuff that you just can't use anymore yeah it's it's legacy armies or, or whatever they call it and um
1: and i mean they did yeah you know, i just, hate that yeah. but games workshop has a good excuse in the sense that they are working with some rules models and history that is in the 20 to 25 year old right right right
0: um and, and even with the small scourge games like you know you're talking about guild ball before it was just too much work for them to to keep up with that game when they can just go do board game kickstars instead Yep. right so they dumped that game even though it was very successful and uh, i think the reason they picked it up or at least selling the stuff again okay. is because there's actually there's a pretty strong the fan community, guild ball community out yeah there.
2: they've made a minimum of i think three or four new guilds including stls for models and full rule sets like the community is wild they love yeah so
0: they game. picked up on it and said oh hey people actually pay for this stuff because people want to play it so yeah let's release I, it I, I had friends who went to uh, to adepticon like to do the,
1: the the guild ball tournament
0: yeah i played in one a couple years ago um it was a it fun was a, game it was a fun it was game very it was fun
1: a fun setting and cool characters like there was a lot to love about that game it's, very frustrating they've got dropped for like well for licensed products essentially
0: yeah. yeah that actually was the two adepticons after the when i played the gilball tournament i refused to playing tournaments because it was supposed to be a three-round tournament but the organizers kept letting people in and then it turned into a six-round tournament oh no, no it's no, like no, no, stuff no, to no. do so i guess i just go three and three perfect great um but anyway i digress
1: yeah that's frustrating I understand why you want to set fire to people
0: <laughs> that's just one of the many reasons um mm-hmm. you psychopath <laughs> and the uh, and the 40k app got a a great update oh,
2: <gasps> that's right oh God. so God.
0: much quality of life <sighs> added with this
1: it's only two things mm-hmm. and they're two great things
0: <laughs> um yeah no more no more poking and, and searching and and going back and forth, you have an easy reference for all the data sheets you're me and your stratagems and just everything, just all in one, one easy to navigate.
1: Yeah, C- click on the bunker, and it, the, the the thing is, like, it's one thing that gives you. Oh, it puts all your uh, all your data sheets in the same place, but it also puts all the stratagems available to you. Yeah, yeah, all your little special rules, all your detachment rules, everything's all in the same place. All the stuff I hate to hunt down. Is easy to find.
0: Yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> I was playing a game a couple weeks ago, and I uh, I hadn't bought a space marine codex yet. Um, and I ran into the thing that we were talking about. We're like, well, I'm playing my deathwatch army, but I have one unit from one unit from space marines, but I can't look at it be- look at it because I haven't bought the space marine codex yet. Yeah. Uh you had to like kill the vibe. Like we were all
1: praising games. I'm just War saying God we're getting there.
2: we're getting there.
1: We're getting there we
0: yeah we are it's
1: just it's it's a core company philosophy that i think is going to be very
0: long to break for them yeah no for sure um eat it mm-hmm. i think yeah i i mean i don't think we're alone in and there are criticisms of that but i mean but the app is still when you have access to what you need yeah amazing oh yeah yeah but um, yeah it's
1: it's frustrating you can uh, go back to our previous episodes if you want to hear me half an hour about how I, I used to defend codexes so much too. And like, the fact that they finally broke me is, it,
0: it says a lot. I mean, I used to love getting a new codex, reading through it.
2: I do still like now, that, quite frankly. Uh, I just don't like that I have to.
0: Yes. Yeah, I, I wish, because, I mean, there was, what was that, seventh or eighth edition where you could buy a digital codex? Yeah.
2: Yeah. That, yeah yeah, I don't remember which one one of
0: those it was a while ago yeah. but still like you know as we've said before give us the option to buy the, just the stuff for the app yep But
2: let me be able to get but old. I get it I mean I do that would be great like we talked about I, a premium I understand the codex feature.
0: thing you know it's 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 a way to show off your pretty models and all that stuff and, and your artwork that you hire people to do but I think we're getting towards a time where they got to they have to at least offer something else besides, you know, paying sixty dollars for the code in the back of the book. <laughs> yeah, people
1: lose their mind because there's not enough stock of collector's edition
2: Right. These yeah.
1: Right. They're not buying these collector's editions because they need the rules. They can buy the normal edition. We
2: know someone who buys every collector's edition codex. Just well, to
0: have? Do we? Yeah, we do. Oh. <laughs> I coming. mean, I really like the the few I have, um, but I mean, especially these days, right? Anything that's limited. Oh yeah, you can't. Is is go? Whether it's somebody who wants it or somebody who's trying to sell it for three times the price. Yeah, they're gone. Yep. Like, right away.
1: Yeah, I know Games Workshop is trying to address that, but like scalpers, you can't. it's really it's really hard because it's it's a company that's kind of like starting to dip their feet into this kind of uh this kind of issue versus scalpers that are relying on decades of experience doing this stuff with not to mention it's
2: also the balance between making it an absolute nightmare for the people that you actually want to buy your product like there is a fine balance it's like the you know the DRM on video games that was so pervasive for so—I mean, it still is—but you know, and it was like, well, you're 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 not stopping the the pirates; you're only making it miserable for the people that paid for your product.
1: Yeah, you have it's it's a difficult balance to maintain, and it's something that's new for Games Workshop. Like I don't think they've had to deal with that on this scale before. Yeah.
0: No, and there so, was a no. huge pickup during COVID too, right? Because that's when everybody was side hustling as as they say you know reselling whether it was games workshop stuff or stuff like stuff you get at walmart or whatever that became a huge huge thing and uh, if there's one thing hobbyists love it's limited edition stuff right so um,
1: i usually don't care but i know people who do and i would like to see them get the stuff
0: they want
2: like we as a collective are into it
0: yeah 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 and i mean you know from a games workshop perspective i mean they've done what they can but they're not the ones to get mad at if you don't get your clear position of something you know they they produce an amount that they want to produce whether you think it's enough or not that's what they produce and you just have to be lucky enough to to happen to get one
1: yeah but it is in their best interest to solve it because they make these products to create and generate excitement and if all it does is generate frustration and, um, and
0: resentment that will bleed off on them. Yeah. Uh, I mean, but you know, for the, for the 8,000 people that are mad, they didn't get the limited edition, whatever codex, the 10,000 people that did are very happy. They didn't, they're going to try and get the next one. Yeah. And, and I, and I think they're terrified, uh, mainly because of things like Dreadfleet of getting too much of something that sits around forever.
2: Yeah. I love those models. Yeah. They they the models are great. That. The game is horrible. They could like, why? Let's stop uh, mainly, mashing together games you've already made, and maybe do that one.
0: I love that. I mean, and the re- main reason the game was not great is because it's here's here's what was it six scenarios you can play with these models, and and that's it. Yeah. Like we're not even going to give you rules just to play a game. But anyway, <laughs> I think yeah, I think they're really scared of having too much of something. Um, and I mean, in shipping crisis is still oh, you know for yeah. years now just being insane but even now you know with stuff like the old world right they have like just the magic card reference packs which is reference cards for the magic spells they're not they're going to keep making them but people are trying to sell them on eBay for $200 and it's like a $40 box of cards
1: yeah and I, I and then, do still have this theory that games workshop right now is suffering from from a manufacturing crisis brought on by increased success
2: oh for sure yeah
1: they only have those two freaking factories and but i'm pretty sure that they're selling a lot more than they used to three years ago so yeah what do
0: you do and they and they have a bunch of stuff you know that still gets made in china that has to get get shipped and
2: i got all my i mean all my outstanding kickstarter emails this week that were like well we didn't get production done before chinese new year so we'll talk to you in march have a good one
0: well, it's like well it shipped and it's at the port but it's the 860 second ship in line mm-hmm. so um yeah and i mean for I, having
1: I, for having worked um with a company that did business with a Chinese manufacturer they take their vacation
0: very serious. oh very real. seriously oh yeah yep oh for sure yeah yeah all in i mean i think a lot of countries over there are way more serious about time off than well, definitely than we are.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, sure. everyone is.
0: <laughs>
1: well, like, oh, like, I, I think it's because like when you live at the, at the, at your job for half the year yeah, or yeah.
0: three months, like when, when it's time to go home, you, you go home. I mean, we're just <laughs> working with companies in Germany, you know, it's like, oh, well we're off for August.
2: Yep.
0: August. What? Oh, August, August the whole
1: thing.
2: Yep. Great.
1: Oh, yeah like the length of vacation like if you're dealing with european companies
0: it is a whole new world yeah for sure um so <laughs> we also get to see uh the age of sigma organized play kits there at least which yeah. has some cool swag in there i
2: love um, organized play kits
0: really lots, do lots of fancy little little range rules which are so helpful with
1: now these kits are mostly like for stores Correct. to do things right?
0: yeah for
1: sure no we talked about like, this I,
2: we they need a club version
1: they yeah you need yeah they need a club a club and friends yeah. like something that you can that can handle between like six and 12 players yep.
0: yeah and and i think you know you'd have to go through the same kind of process of, of registering and, and, that you sure. and stuff like that um but yeah that'd be great if they had a like a smaller version because i mean i know my store gets these kind of things but there are so many people that are isolated and just playing, or even a small store. Right? Why does a store need, right, one of these when they only have five or six players?
1: Exactly. And like, it, it'd be nice to see something that they can either sell or donate to school school mm-hmm. clubs, you know, things like that. Like this, it's it's a good way of uh, addicting people early in life. Mm-hmm. I guess mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm selling it well. <laughs>
0: And they also, they sort of released um, the grand narrative that they held yeah. Uh, today or yesterday. Today. today. Yeah, they Come just, on. they released kind of like the, here's the, the actual story that played out over the event. Here's, here it is in a nice, concise, readable form.
1: And that's interesting. I like that they did that. I hope they
0: do it again. Yeah, I think um, they're really going to be pushing more of these narrative events. Um, which is great because I mean, if you look at the pictures, you can see a bunch of people dressed up, right? So it is, it a, is a little. Experience.
2: So the they've got the picture of Inquisitor Cantrell, and there's like a big X through it. So this guy, like, he went through like a major health crisis. Like, he's on the mend now, but it's like, please don't just like, like, don't scare me like that. What are you? What are we doing? <laughs> um, but they, he, and his wife do absolutely incredible, forty uh, k. Cosplays, just lights out.
1: Yeah, usually when it's a cosplayer that I know about, it's uh, they're a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't have my finger on the pulse the way
0: Amy does. And I think, like, like the friendly at Adepticon, this is just a go have fun event, right? Different fun, but yeah, yeah, yes, different kind of fun, but still kind of the same, similar kind of spirit, like. You're not mm-hmm. here to necessarily crush everybody but we're you know for this one right they're forming a story uh, about what happens which is actually why i love the horus heresy events of adepticon because they're they're narrative events they're not tournaments right mm. you need more of that for 40k at, well, at Adepticon. yeah yeah our friend brian I
2: mean, that's, ran that's, one last year but then he got and he put in all this work and then he was sick for adepticon and had to hand off all the work so he never got to see it through and that was a real bummer
1: it was it was but I mean because I
2: was ready I was ready I mean I understand but I was so ready
1: I I still want to see that more
2: yeah no absolutely
1: it's that's the one kind of thing that might make me consider not doing the team tournament anymore Mm. like if i can do like a a nice big narrative event where i can like plan an army that kind of fits the theme of the narrative like that's 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 more my
0: jam than team tournaments to be honest yeah and i'm sure if it was I mean, especially if, if they did one at Adepticon, I assume that Games Workshop would get involved because they seem to be really pushing these, so.
2: Yeah.
0: Maybe 2025. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I guess, I mean, the, this first one was a huge this or this recent one was a huge success and they have another one uh, in Atlanta coming up soon, so I'm sure if they keep taking off, they'll probably want to do more.
1: Come on, Games Workshop. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, Give Jeff his due. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they did give us a a look at the triumphant treachery rules in the Don Bringer's book four for Age of Sigmar, where it's multiplayer games. Yeah. And um, it just had my favorite thing that, right, the rules for making deals, which you can make whatever kind of deal you want, but there's nothing like legally binding to these deals. Right. And of course, it's a scaven in the picture.
2: Of course it is.
1: It would be weird it was it was either that or maybe zench I suppose
0: <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but it's kind of interesting that you know towards the end of an the edition there's kind of like, here's all these other things you can do with the game before we take those rules away
2: mm-hmm.
0: i'm sure they'll probably work in, in the next edition too but yeah, yeah um I know some locals are looking to to try and play a couple multiplayer games so we'll see how it goes
2: that'd be fun I love a good multiplayer game.
0: You gotta have the right, the right balance of players. Though, oh yeah. And my my brother does this in three player games. Like if we're playing something like you know, um, I guess used to be War Machine or 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 battletech or Forty K, he'll he'll sit back and let the other two people kill each other. Mm-hmm. And be like, okay, I'll come in and clean up. Yep. Yeah, that's usually the problem with these things. But if you get enough players in there, then you can't really do that. Right. Which is nice
1: because someone's gonna see you. Yeah. That's right.
0: <laughs> no, everybody else is gonna start shooting you. It's
1: like, hey, Jerry's, uh, that's what not I participate in. You know, that's
2: what I like about the multiplayer scenarios for underworlds. Yeah, because like, like the gargant. It's like, yeah, you're fighting a gargant. But and it's co op in that sense, because otherwise, the gargant is just going to kill all of you. But you are also fighting each other. It's a good time.
1: Yeah, I that's that's the one thing like I said before, like Games Works forty K and Games Workshop in general needs more cooperative yes. options. I, there's a lot of big models out there that can be used to be to team up against mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff could be fun.
0: Well that's why I like that they made a big deal out of the narrative event because Yeah. You know, they make at least yeah, it's the same cool. same spirit. Yeah, they may these scenarios for underworlds or, or war crier stuff but here you know 40k and and even to some extent aos kind of get left out of that right these are like well these are two armies facing each other and that's it um, mm-hmm. but now they're introducing more narrative stuff or multiplayer stuff um makes it a little more interesting i think to the casual player
2: that's us
0: just just a different way to play
1: also yeah I- I, when, when looking at board games, I tend to gravitate more towards the, uh, towards the cooperative stuff. Mm. That's why I like, I like dice Throne. Like you can play a campaign and just, mm-hmm. instead of playing against each other, you're playing against the, 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 AI, if you will. So you get to strategize with people instead of against people. And that's, yeah. that's fun. And I feel that games workshop is a book away from being able to do that. <laughs> like, <laughs> There's so little work that needs to be done for that to happen.
2: Yeah, asymmetrical works too. Like, hmm. you know, yeah, multiple people against one person. Those are my kind of board games.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's a uh, an old game, Games Workshop game which is you know been released several times. But Fury of Dracula* is a great Fury of
2: Dracula* game is incredible um
0: especially when you get multiple plays in like the same person plays dracula multiple times
2: so Um, that was one of my first like real heavy board games that i ever played with a group and so a friend of mine was playing dracula and then like the rest of us were there and so i kept suggesting where we should go and my friend sam who had played it before played a lot more big board games than i had would logic why we should make another choice and i would go with it um we eventually caught dracula um but uh my friend who was playing dracula said you knew where i was every (laughs) single turn (laughs) i don't like i don't know how but i did i was like man i wish i'd had a little more confidence we'd have been done in no time
0: another uh really good board game like that is uh the is a star wars game but rebellion Mm -hmm um where one person plays rebels and you get to pick like the, you know the map is like 32 planets and you get to pick which one is your secret rebel base to start with and basically the empire has a certain amount of time to hunt you down before you gain enough sympathy in the galaxy i guess to actually have a rebellion but um love it yeah i love games like that if they get something 40k like, or aos themed like that yeah you know what certainly grab, we've
2: grab gotten a lot of really good licensed video games right yeah dark tide is spectacular even like the phone game tacticus is great like there's you know what i mean like we've gotten you know there's the you know the new space marine is coming out and the um like there's a million if you go on steam and search for games workshop like there's so many yeah that's what we need we need some board games like they used to do that. something
1: to happen that i think games workshop whenever they get burned by yeah. something tend to shy away for
0: a while yes. yeah i think uh i think they got they get kind of burned by fantasy flight games like so many other companies yeah. Uh, yeah because like chaos in the old world i have that game that's a great game um forbidden stars which is a 40k kind of spacefaring 4x game that's a great game but you know, they had those card games that, like, most FFG card they're games came,
1: yeah.
0: made money, and then they're like, oh, well, we're dumping with this now. Yep. Yeah. No card games. <laughs> um, Games Workshop hopefully will loosen up a little bit more because, I mean, we're getting a, apparently, we'll see if it actually makes it to the screen, but like a, a Warhammer TV mm-hmm. show, right? Oh, I think it will get there. But, I mean, that's a huge step for them yeah. to have something, you know, that is kind of on
2: outside a,
0: of their a not warhammer tv service yeah. that's not animated right right um,
1: i mean there's gonna need to be some tie-in merchandise that is not just games workshop and yeah. you know that everybody that's got a games workshop license right now like Macfarlane toys are just yeah waiting for that to hit <laughs> oh out. for sure they're they're revising their, their licensing agreement to be sure that they can you can do the actual characters from the show. But yeah, and... they've
2: got Henry Cavill's face ready and <laughs> waiting to yeah. slap on something. They just
0: copy paste it from
1: their show. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, I mean, Games Workshop is probably going to have some stuff. Like, we are going to be painting Henry Cavill. Yeah, great. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't mind. No. I've been wanting to paint him for a while. <laughs> um... <laughs> but... But that's the thing, like there's there's a bunch of stuff that's gonna be in that show that's gonna wind up in books, it's gonna wind up in scenarios. I wouldn't be surprised if we get a crusade that That would be or great. Maybe I'd like because we don't know what format this is gonna take. Like it's this may not be like Henry Cavill, the Space Marine. This may be Inquisitors, this may be so many right. different things. So Henry Cavill, the cheap <laughs> I mean, maybe, I don't know, <laughs> maybe not the, GCN, <laughs> but. but that's the thing. Like there's so many cool ways that this could manifest itself yep. and you can bet that games workshop is going to have games and products that m- m- go along with it with the release. Well, they've had what? 20 years of experience doing, um, stuff specifically for a one IP.
2: Right. And I mean, like they've oh, yeah. gotten better about it. Right. Cause we got the, um um black i keep wanting to say black star it's not black star
0: with blackstone fortress no no
2: no. no. what's the no. the warhammer plus show about the Sigmar? right oh, the oh. sigmarines there anyway we got them yes. um we got models for them well and, and like cool. for, there's
0: a there's a a tie-in board game for the space Marine video game yeah right yeah kind of. yep. mm-hmm. yeah so i i
1: think that like if, Finally, the, uh, the the this uh, the Middle Earth ro- uh, tabletop game is going to see diff- give dividends to the 40k fans because Games Workshop is going to be able to leverage the experience they have in adaptation to their top IP, and that's going to be interesting.
2: Mm.
0: In twenty years, there may be the Disney of gaming companies.
2: All right, let's.
1: Yeah, <laughs> just buy everybody up. Maybe they, they, they sure are testing different age groups and different target demographics with some of their stuff. Mm-hmm. So, um, maybe maybe I mean if this TV show works out, someone's gonna want to mm-hmm. make a movie. Someone's yep. gonna want to yep. make a, a a multiverse thing. Well, not multiverse, but like a forty K verse of uh cinematic universe
0: this Saturday on disney cartoons bedrock and the boys i'm <laughs> ah. down i mean that is the one worry though like
1: games workshops poking their head up with their their precious ip and showing uh, showing just how lucrative it can potentially be outside of the games someone someone with someone with deep pockets is, might very much show up and say mine
2: for all the people that were yelling I mean, at their podcast app, it's Black Talon. Sorry, I
0: had to look it up. <laughs> I mean, I think because they've done this before, right? Too many wrong steps. They're like, okay, we're just we're shutting it down. We're not doing this. We'll go back to just Warhammer Plus shows for a little while, or you know, like how have they done before? We're just going to do our own games for a while and and lock it down. Hopefully, that doesn't happen. But you know, if, if enough stuff goes wrong. I mean, it's a publicly I don't think traded a company. That company. Has any problem doing that? It's
1: a publicly traded company. If uh, if someone, yeah, that's true, big that's enough true. decides that they really want it, they can probably get it. So, you see, you were talking about Disney. If Disney decides, yeah, this is this is a good, this is a good IP. We could make a we could make a theme park with this. <laughs> yeah, true. And I, I like, my God, I don't know if I want. I don't want to go the, there.
2: Yeah.
0: You don't want to ride the eye of terror?
2: <laughs> no.
1: I actually do. Like, if it becomes a thing, I'm going to probably be very scared of what they do with it. But at the same yeah. time, if there is if there is an eye of terror ride, I'm going to go. Like, I will have my hell scream. Uh, my, uh, I, I will have my uh, gas milkshake yeah. at, uh, at
0: Disney.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, Just
0: like how Darth Vader does dances in the middle of Disney. Yeah. You'll see space Marines is doing a little That'd be
2: amazing actually it's fine it's all the and... gifts that we use Perfect. all the time yeah exactly uh yeah it's, but I mean, it's just
0: it's just the 40k is comfortable
2: think about what like think about the laser tag but on theme yeah. park scale
0: right
1: yeah I mean it wouldn't be all that va- all bad
2: it's and, not gonna happen it's and
1: funny. definitely it could be great it just depends on how it's managed
0: yeah it it'll be interesting to see how this i mean right because this really is kind of like their their first step into a much larger world right
2: or not yeah, and and like you know it it could be like yeah, this step and then they're like it. that's good we're good
1: yeah it may just not work out um but I, I like yeah they're stepping into a much larger world one that i can tell you would experience is bullshit.
2: <laughs> yeah
1: um yeah but they have a they have a strong ip and they are this is where like henry cavill becomes an, an interesting figure in this story is they have a fan um spearheading yes their thing, someone who seems to like the game prior to it being a money-making machine for him yeah it was a hmm. money spending machine so. first yeah and and it's it's also someone that doesn't need to be like he doesn't look like he's going in there as a financial investment this looks to be like something obviously he's going to be want to be making money like sure no one's questioning that but it's a passion project first and foremost and that's reassuring that's
2: my favorite one of my favorite clips of him is that interview he's doing about the witcher Right. And he's like, I just got to say it, that this chandelier back here looks like a Blackstone fortress and no one knows what I'm talking about. So I'm going to say it now in the hopes that someone who does knows what I'm talking about.
1: Is that the interview where Jax here, the, the the actor who plays Jax here just goes, oh, no, I know. And
0: like they start May- talking about his Necrons.
2: Remember. Maybe. Yeah. He's like,
0: There's like a bunch oh, of you them. do Necrons. I've got I've got custodians. We should. Yeah. Yeah so So yeah nerds and i mean and there's you've heard stories about him on the witcher 2 being like well i'm not going to do that because that's that's
2: kind of of what yeah like i
0: like so perfect for the
2: anytime i hear that he's attached to a project that like i feel pretty good about it because he is someone who has great respect for source material and that is nothing but good for fans
0: yeah yeah
2: because i don't feel like he's a slave to the source material but he has a respect no, for it and that is important right
1: and and this is where probably a a world like the 40k universe is attractive to someone like that because if you're someone who's creative but you want a strong lore that you can respect and you can lean on 40k is oh, great because yeah. there's no shortage so much of room
0: yeah
1: there's no I shortage. Mean, there's shortage of lore to work with but
0: yeah. also plenty infinite, of room to yeah
2: breathe. infinite possibility
0: yeah, I mean, there's, there's so many planets and sectors and events that are just mentioned in the sentence, and there's absolutely nothing else about them in the entirety of, of 40k history, right? Or I mean, we got more yeah. history. So you could,
2: we got, tier- we just got Tyranid models that were mentioned in a, what was it third edition, like third edition right. codex mentioned in the third edition codex.
1: Third, I have that codex. I, I was yep. able to go verify like Von Ryan leapers were yep. in there. Do you know how old third edition is guys it's old. i i have people in my writing groups that aren't, aren't that aren't that old, so old. yeah it's ancient it can vote <laughs> um yeah but it and, and that's the thing like in you like a lot of people are, I keep asking it's like oh i hope they do this book i hope they do this book i hope they do no books yeah i hope they yeah. do their own thing
2: I'm happy I if want it's new I'm happy stories. if it's like Dark tide where like things we know creep in sometimes mm-hmm. you know what I mean like um well, you know. I think
0: you can have it be based on a character like Eisenhorn or whoever but not one of the books that's already happened right a different story sure for that character. I want I want the whole thing to be new like because that's another thing No, they, for mm-hmm. sure I'm just saying if they're gonna do it yeah, at least right. don't don't if that's the yeah. route they go don't be something that's already been told tell something new exactly
1: because if you're telling us something that's already been told you're risking the people who've already l- seen it yeah. are not going to be happy with the results and also it's it's just repetitive at that point it's such a wide universe why yeah why go there there's, there's,
0: one so the there's so many inquisitors so many if there's one thing gamers like to be it's angry so
1: yeah yeah
0: That. Yeah. and uh, bullying Uh, but yeah i think it's it's very exciting that um that they're they're making this happen and i think it'll be saying that whether whether it's a one and done or or it expands into more um i think they're giving it the attention only that it'll, it should hopefully be be a good good show or, or movie or whatever they're doing
1: show it's a show i'm doing a, yeah, it's a limited television series on amazon producer yeah. is vertigo um which I, I only know that they did the the Lego movie because that's when i researched them years ago so but you know at least you know they have a VFX yeah, crew
0: yeah. <laughs> you'll know we're getting close when at one of these previews will be in here's a clip from our upcoming show oh uh, yeah Anyway, yeah. um, did you guys one last thing before we go? Did you guys read the Gourmet's Gallows article? No. No. What is that? So Gourmet is the new flesh eater quartz model. Oh He's, yeah, he looks like a judge. Yeah. Oh
1: yeah. Okay. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But no, that. I did From not a article where he uh, makes. Oh my god, rules that's so good for them
2: fantastic um i love this stuff
0: yeah another one of their very very tugging in cheek art
2: like the like all of like the, the uh, um imperial guard posters and stuff that they do
1: i love those so much
0: cool. yeah and he like it's you know it's it's supposedly people writing asking for to judge on things like my opponent thinks i'm using weighted dice what should we do? And he's like, well, you know, float them in water and then just, if they, if they're broken, then you get the upper hand and you win. Um, so good. Very, very funny. Uh, and I love when they do the little articles like that, especially when they have some weird looking, I mean, cause this is a, let's be honest, a weird looking model. So he's, weird. He has a, he's a, a skeleton judge with an intestine, intestine wig. Intestine
2: wig. So. so gross.
0: I mean, he's a judge. He needs his yeah. wig. He, for sure. For sure. He's definitely based on the, on a, a British, British lawmaker, mm-hmm.
1: and, um, <laughs> <on> a barrister.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, um, I'm sure there's, there's no shortage of, uh, fresh intestines on hand for the yeah. flesh. So, yeah, but
1: you know, then you gotta start for You got, got to start from scratch, giving it that really good smell.
2: Yeah.
0: G- good, good to them or good to us. Cause I think just naturally it gets good to them. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. You don't, you don't want to have fresh and times all the time gross <laughs> all right did you guys have anything else for the listeners before we wrap this up?
2: no i our no. short episode is not that we had set out we we're like where well, this is probably gonna be a short one i guess no no Oh, i
1: i thought when you said that it was a request for me to uh
0: fill I mean, out with stuff it's fine. <laughs> sometimes it's nice to just see where the, the conversation takes us mm-hmm. it's it's nice to have a, a bit of free time to get that chit chat oh yeah like, when else
1: can we talk about war machines
0: <laughs> <sighs> well guys as you may have seen uh we do have a new feed so if you're listening to this you've obviously found it or if you're on our facebook page maybe you haven't yet um but we're we should be just about everywhere if there's somewhere we're not that you listen, let us know yes. and we'll try and make that happen. Yeah, um, no Spotify,
1: Stitcher, we're on Pandora. I'm in your garage. <laughs> <or everywhere>. uh... <laughs> I'm looking at you right now through the window.
0: <laughs> um, Don't
2: worry about it.
1: Put that down.
0: <laughs> but uh, you, you, if there's somewhere that we should be that you're trying to listen to podcasts and we're not there, let us know. Uh, whether through facebook or instagram or or any of our other social medias or our email which is at the end bumper of the show the closing notes in the show um we do have some cool swag for you at itcon so please if you find amy jeff or myself we'll have something different mm-hmm. so you get a final turns ones, yeah. table
1: stock me for yeah. once <laughs>
0: uh wouldn't it be great if somebody uh, i'm out of stock i'm sorry, well, sorry. check back in three <laughs> to four weeks I'll send you <laughs> <on the pens laughs> That's our whole that's our long game.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh if um, oh, you know want what...
1: those uh, you want that swag, go find us calper. <laughs>
0: <laughs> let us know what you're working on for AdeptCon. Uh we'd love to see your in progress stuff and you can keep an eye on our Facebook page or, or Warhammer workshop to see some of the things we're working on and also other content. But we'll talk to you in a couple weeks. thank you for listening to 40k radio you can contact us via email at 40k radio hosts at gmail.com you can find us on social media by searching for 40k radio on facebook instagram and twitter check out our video content as well as content created by amy and jf on the warhammer workshop youtube channel you can also join the 40k radio discord and interact with us there Until next time, remember that in the grim darkness of the far future, there is only war and cookies.